You've arrived. You've arrived to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Come along as he explores the shadows of yesterday's failures in order to gain the knowledge required for a better tomorrow. The journey starts now. Let's go! What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you. Oh, man, life is good. Life is good. You asked me why we woke up this morning, and my kids are healthy, so that's enough. That is enough. Um, No day is promised, folks. Thankful for this one. Thankful for each and every one of you. Thankful for this opportunity, and I'm going to take full advantage in today's message, and it's just to my kids. Um, For my regular listeners, I don't know if you'll get anything into it. You may want to jump this episode. I'll definitely get a UFC one coming out in the next day or uh, maybe today, maybe tomorrow, depending on if I go to the beach trip. Um, We're going either today or tomorrow. That determines the UFC um, episode that will be coming out tomorrow or today. Um, either way, message to my kids in this one, man. I just got to do it just because tomorrow's not promised. Like I said, there's no guarantee I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning. No guarantee I'm going to make it back from whatever adventures I go. I keep, you know, I keep a, keep a strap on me right now. I mean, it's, it's, I got an AR-15 within reach right now just in case something comes through the door. It's just how I live my life. and never know what's going to happen. Um like I said, there was a 17-year-old kidnapped off my street a couple of weeks ago. Watched that on a doorbell cam. My neighbor across the street, she had an issue where somebody was ringing her doorbell. Don't know exactly what's going on. There's a shooting right here at Stater Brothers last night right next to my crib. I live life in the ghetto, folks. Like I said, no, nothing's guaranteed, not the next breath, but I'm completely thankful. We survived Halloween. Hope y'all did. Hope your families are good. Um not the same man trick-or-treaters that whole scene is not what it used to be when i was younger um the neighborhoods used to be popping with it's 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 sad but it's not because i'm not one for um tradition i guess we'll say i'm not really big on that if i don't feel something's right i'm I'm not trying to continue it trick-or-treating it's enjoyable thing for the kids when it comes to the actual reasoning of it if you want to make it biblical pagan whatever you want to bring it down to it's it's all pretty much a joke um a lot of it's just the candy industries and just trying to you know materialistic crap but that's a whole nother thing message to my kids man i got i gotta stay focused on this one just because there's so much i haven't done an episode for a while man i haven't done an episode there's a lot going on in my life but man 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 it was it was yesterday was priceless um me and my daughter and her mom we went out and it was it was paradise. The only thing missing was my son, you know, so it was like, it was very enjoyable. It was amazing. It was priceless. And there was still a missing piece to my puzzle. And it sucks, man. It sucks because I think about him every day. I think about him nonstop. And he, where we are currently, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't talk, you know, he doesn't, uh, he's what, 13 now, you know, teenager doing his thing. He don't want to, I was the same way when I was that age doing your own things, trying to chill with his friends, play games, those types of things. Um, but he doesn't live with me. For those that don't know, his mom came down from out of state with the police and took him from me two years ago now. And it was, uh, I just, I need to be a better dad when it comes to being at courts and doing that stuff. I just, I was talking with my own personal dad last week and just talking about the courts when we went through his kids and he was like, you remember that? And I was like, oh yeah, I remember being inside that courtroom. I listened to my mom yelling all the way through the court doors. I would just hear her her screaming, man. It was, it was horrible. Um, My sister did end up walking us out at some point. 
Um, I had a metal crayon box. And when I went back through the metal detectors, it actually went off on me and they pulled my sister aside, which was interesting because my sister back then, I want to say she may have been going goth at the time. I've definitely been involved. You know, my family has been a little, a lot of characters, but she did have the gothic stage. I'm not sure if she was at that point, but they let me walk through with my little metal crayons and she was pulled aside to go back through the metal detector. Um, yeah, man. So I don't want to do the court thing. I never wanted to do that with my kids, but it's definitely cost me. Um, my son has, you know, he's with his mom. He's had the opportunity to come here. He always does. I've always had a door for him. He just, he won't, you know, say, tell his mom or, you know, whatever's best for him. Who knows, you know, and I, I, I worry about him. I worry about him a lot. That's all I can say on that. I do reach out to him. I text him, you know, I message him. If we call him, he doesn't answer. We've called him over 200 times. Um, what we do about it, I mean, if he was closer, I would, I would definitely have a lot more to do about it. I try to speak with his mom and ask her for assistance on it, get nowhere with that. And, um, yeah, man, all I can say is I don't know, you know, there's no guarantee I'll ever talk to him again. And there's no guarantee that he'll remember any talks that I did have with him. If his memory is anything like mine, it's going to suck. I just wanted to take a second to leave something imprinted to where he can always look back because tomorrow's not guaranteed, man. I don't, I don't want it to be. Um, I live a life of adventure. I love taking every opportunity. If, if a drag race car pulls up in front right now and he's like, hey, man, this first test ride, you want to take it? I'm like, cool, let's go. You know what I mean? If, if we hit something, I mean, if we end up going up into the mountains and driving off the side of the cliff, I mean, it'd be an awesome way to go. That, that's, I mean, let's do it. I want to go the way that I, you know, doing what I love. I don't want to do this retirement, sit back and let people profit off you until you're no longer breathing. Like, yeah, that's, that shit's not cool to me. Um, but Hey, to each their own message to my children, man. If I had to, you know, sit down and look at my son and tell him all the things that I wish that I could tell him, it's just that he's my purpose, man. You are my purpose. Um, before my son was born, I was definitely running, running amok. Like I said, I ran crack houses. Definitely. Um, did a lot of robberies, those types of things, a lot of, you know, from home invasions to snatching purses, whatever I had to do to get by. I was a little runaway at 15, ran off to Las Vegas, lived out there for two years till I got busted and expedited back to California because um, I was still a minor. And the cop that actually got me was super understanding, very lenient. And instead of just throwing the law book, asked me, asked me, what the hell are you doing out here, man? Like, what is your story? And we just spoke and yeah I, I made a promise i went back in las vegas until i was 18 i didn't go back until i was over 21 you know what i mean i, I gave my word i had the opportunity to go back right into the drug dealing scene um i didn't go back and the dude that you know i was gonna go back and my partner in crime what we'll call it big cuz he's doing life in prison right now here in um, la for killing the lady that used to provide us our fake identification social security numbers those types of things so that was a, that was our path, man. That was our path. But I will tell you, it would have been hard for them to catch me and take me in knowing I'm doing life. Um, whenever we jumped in the car, uh, we, we were always strapped to the teeth, and we understand that if we get pulled over, we can't stop. You know what I mean? It's going to be the rest of our lives if we get caught. So there's a lot of things that I don't talk about on the podcast just because there is a, what is it, a statute of limitations or something. There's seven years on certain crimes, but certain crimes they can come back. And uh, I live every day expecting the, you know, the detective to show up to my house. Um, it's happened to me multiple times. It's happened at my job. You know, it's happened. I get phone calls. Of, hey, 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 where you at, bro? Like they just hit the spot. Look, I've got, I've done it, done it all. Um, 
So when it comes to my message to my son, man, I can never be ashamed of you. And I mean that. I mean, whatever demons you end up hearing or whatever demons you end up fighting, believe me, um, I've I've been through the wars. I know he's my son, man. I mean, you're my son. I I believe you think somewhat the same. Um, your mom did raise you a lot more than I did, so I do think you have more of her thinking. That's scary. You know, she doesn't think very well. She definitely put him in some very compromising situations. Um, I've had to go to a house myself and just had to bail him out and just what the what what is he doing here? Like his mom's an idiot. I'll I'll be the first one to say it. She's a follower. She's not a leader, but she's one of the best-hearted people I know. She has a very strange upbringing. When I met her around fifteen or sixteen, she was living with her older sister, um, and parents are who who knows disasters out of the picture. A whole different. We, you know, it's different, man. It's different. So she doesn't, she never had that knowledge. I couldn't get her to go to school. It, it was different, man. So his example to follow, um, is going to be, she's, uh, she's lesbian now. She no longer, you know, is in relationships with men after one of her previous relationships permanent, you know, just, oh man, I'm not, I'm not going to get into that just cause I, she won my babies too, man. But, um, just uh, there's a lot of lot of lot of shit, man. Some children got killed and all types of shit in that whole scenario. Um, my son ended up in foster care, and he's he's the toughest motherfucker I know, man. That's all I can tell you. Just I see him, I see the I see the joy that's missing. I see the you know I see the the, the hollowness sometimes, man. I wish I could have been there more. I definitely wish I could have provided better. I wish I could have been a better example. I wish I could have passed on more knowledge. You know, I wish I could have done so much i've been a better provider you know and it's uh i apologize for not being a better father you know end of the day um i can say that i did my best but i know i could have done better um i don't have a problem putting others before myself but maybe i should have been more selfish for him i think about that with my poker tournament that just ended it was a year ago yesterday was halloween my last one was you know my trick-or-treat one which was on halloween a year ago and I think about all those resources, man. And I love everybody that I met through there. I love all the people we used to gather. We had a hundred, hundred, you know, over a hundred people every week playing every, uh, what was it? Every Friday, every Saturday, every Sunday, something like that. I, was, I forget when I was throwing the tournaments it was a year ago. Like I said, my memory sucks. Um, but all those resources, man, could have been allocating in a different way and just stocking up and just making a, you know, contributing to my children's future what it, the you know what the resources ended up doing was probably just allocating amongst you know we'll call them dgens but just people that you know throw them into nfts or do whatever and it probably all went back to the big man or whoever robbed us in the nft world whoever profited i'm not gonna say robbed us we all bought into it but whoever profited in the nft world but who knows what those resources done but like i said as as a father i could have allocated them better to my children um with that being said if I had to do it all again, I probably wouldn't have stopped it. I love those poker tournaments. I love the people that I met. I love the relationships, um, the, the knowledge. I love everything about it. Man, I love having providing a place for people to come together. You know, it was over poker. There was no gambling. You know, it's free to enter. Everybody can play. I mean, just jump on in. Like, you guys playing for top three prizes, just a couple NFTs, nothing crazy, but it's it's free to play. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, and that was my selfishness. And like I said, that I could have been a better dad in just allocating things like that. Um, end of the day, I'm struggling trying to make rent, and um, I don't have anything. You know, I'm just back to nothing. Um, definitely, once I lose 
this house that I just rent. So it's not like I'm building equity or anything. I'm just back to nothing. So definitely when it comes to finances, I'm not the person to talk to when it comes to that type of stuff. I mean, I could talk to you about it, but um, when it comes to practicing it, I definitely, I grew up ghetto in the, in the ghetto mindset and uh, I've, I've stayed that way. I have not learned the money game, the finance game. And even when I do, I don't have the self-discipline to not do something stupid. Typically I buy tools though, man. I'm not going to lie, but I do buy stuff. Um, I, I have a whole garage full of tools. I'm powder coating now and I'm not making a penny off of it. I have plenty of tools. I made a little bit, I guess, cause I was a mechanic for a while, but for the most part, I don't make money. I just do what I love. And a lot of that it doesn't pan out in the financial world, but I guess it, you know, it can, um, I'm trying to open my own powder coating company right now, and that mostly has to do more for my daughter. So I'm, you know, speaking with my son. It, it would definitely be an opportunity for him if he ends up doing his thing and not going to college. Um, if he follows the route that I do and ends up working, I'll be able to provide him a job, you know, and something under where he can make money and not be taxed off the ass. And I'll tell you right now, government, I'm not paying for your fucking wars, man. It's bullshit. And I don't want my children going to fight your wars. So hopefully my son does not join the military. I don't want him fighting for the cause that is out there. And we could go and debate that all day. But son, whatever you do, I support it, man. If you go to the military, I understand it. It's, it's probably an easier road to go in. You're going to get paid to kill some innocent people around the world. And they'll pay for your education, which we should be paying for anyways. We shouldn't be taxing our children for education, but this is the industry. This is the corp, you know, capitalism shit that we live in. You can see the housing prices and just everything all together is, um, it's a rat race folks. It's tiring. It's sad. Um, I'm looking at the student debt thing and they're talking about relieving student debt. That's it's, it's all a fraud. Um, a lot of us saw the joke of student debt and decided not to go that route because we didn't want to buy into it. So now you want to relieve those that were ignorant enough to buy into it of the burdens that they decided to take on. But what about us that didn't take on the burdens? So son, whatever you do, man, I support you, man. That's all I can say. Um, you've been through hell. I'm, I'm super proud of you. I've been playing a lot of chess, man. When I think about my son, I play chess. Um, he was in the chess club. So I'm sure that he's not playing chess anymore. I'm sure he's more onto the video games, but I'm looking at a chessboard right now. Still got it set up. Um, I play the app on my phone, and I've been watching a lot of just documentaries, um, and just it just reminds me of my son, man. So I'll never be ashamed of your action, man, and uh, I fought the same demons. That's really all I can tell you, dude. If you need anything from me, you always know where I'm at. I just texted you a couple days ago, you know, so if you need anything, you always say I'm good. I know you're good, man. I know you're good. So I love you, man. I just want you to know that, you know, no matter what happens, dude, I've done it. I've done it. I fought. I've, I'm the piece of shit, man. So whatever you do going forward, man, all I can say is just don't hurt nobody, man, because you can't forgive yourself for that and you shouldn't be forgiven for it. That's that's where I stand on that one because there's a lot of, you know, I'm Bob Dog, man. There was a lot of innocent girls. I broke a lot of innocent hearts, and that's why when mine gets broken nowadays, especially it's like when my son's taken away, man, my heart just crumbles. But I know that you know I'm I'm not a victim. Like I've I've broken enough hearts for mine to be crumbled. It's just in a different way, shape, and form. But I'm not gonna sit here and play a victim role for you. You know, um, I definitely I should have done better, and that's what this is all about. It's it's just an apology and letting you know, man. No matter what. No matter what, man, super proud of you. You gave me a purpose in life. I was always a piece of shit, and um, you finally gave me a reason to do better. So 
super excited. You know, I definitely got super heavy into church once my son was born and started going that route. The church, they were always, hey, God wants your family. God wants your family. I knew his mom was off doing some other trickery shit, some bullshit. Um, she was always, no, no, it's cool. You know, we live with my sister. We slept on the same couch, literally on the couch. So we holding each other, and she's over here texting somebody, you know, on some bullshit. So eventually that all crumbled. The church was like, God wants you to stay with your family. I'm looking at my pastor like, hey, bro, like, I, I don't want, this ain't no family. Like, this ain't, you know what I mean? Like, I got to. I know there's something going on. I'm trying to, you know, be right. But and he's like, God wants your family. So I felt I felt real guilty, man, when I was like, it's done. Like, my family's done. There is no family here. You know, she's talking with other people. I'm not doing that shit. I'm, I, I ain't playing that shit, man. One, one shit, that shit fly, donezo. Even for the family, like, I don't know, maybe I'm supposed to put the family before yourself and all that shit. Hell, nah, tri- trifling ass bitch. I ain't playing that shit, man. But, um. You don't have to eat a little, bro. You know what I mean? That's all I can tell you, man. When people start cheating on you, being, you know, start stealing from you. If they steal from you once, man, they go steal from you again. I'll tell you right now. Um, there is changing people. I definitely, I, I'm, I'm a changed man myself. But if, you know, you get me in that robbery situation, I got to pay rent tomorrow. If I knew somebody with a, with a pound right now and I could go grab a couple, couple racks, it'd be real tempting. Um, but I have grown. I've matured a lot. And I, I'm, I love the thrill of it. I'm not going to lie. I love plotting out robberies. I love the adrenaline of going into a situation. I love the stakeout. I love sitting in the bushes. I love I love the ski mask shit. Um, I'm all about it. I love it. It's a passion. Like, there's nothing like it. There, there's a couple things I could fight in. I love MMA. I'm an adrenaline junkie. Um, I would love to jump out of an airplane. I'd go in a wingsuit, bodysuit. You, you put me in anything, I'll, I'll try it. I, I love it. You want to go rock climbing? Let's go. Like, the consequence is death. Let's pay it. Um, live life. Live life. Live life. This is just a rat race. Don't let finances. Um, finances do not equal success. Success is happiness. That's all I can say. And that's a, that's some Gary V shit. Don't let your bank account determine it. Go out. Whatever makes you happy. When it comes to decisions, don't worry about A and B. Just make a decision. You won't know the, the other side. You know, just make the best decision you can at the time that you're you're given and uh, roll. It's just like chess, you know. You'll, you'll figure out where your pieces end up, and now you got to work from there. And it's just keep going. You'll never know what would have happened if you moved that other piece. So enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. I'm nothing but proud of you. There's some of my greatest memories. He was going to elementary school right down here, man. He, he turned his shit around. The school used to call me everyone. You know, they would call me every week. Hey, your son. Hey, your son. Hey, you. We all worked together with the school and got him back on track. And that's why I really worry about him right now because I don't think he's getting the same. I don't know if it was the discipline, the love, attention. I don't know what it was, but he was doing really good, man. He was doing really good. And he came from his mom doing really shit, and it was bad. So hope you're doing all right, man. Just know you have the abilities. Um, the change is in you, and I, I can, I'm a prime example of that. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm not robbing. Uh, I still have the same desires. There is not, it doesn't go away. You know what I mean? That type of stuff. It's like, man, it's so much the corruption that's going around with all these businesses and the taxes and all this shit. I don't mind robbing. You got robbing us. Every time you're fucking with these bullshit paychecks and all these income tax and all this bullshit, man, it's bullshit. But don't get caught up in the rat race. Enjoy it. If anything, man, my, my, if I had to go back, I'd say play along. Do the college thing. Go there. Enjoy the scenery. Enjoy the parties. Enjoy the girls. Enjoy the, the knowledge, the trips, the, the things around the world. Whatever you end up doing, take advantage. And that's one thing I have done. Any job I get out of state, I'm like, cool, let's go. Give me a job out of country. I'll go. Like, 
I, 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 y'all think I'm playing. I'll put everything in a backpack my whole life. I'll sell everything and go. Um, live life, man. Live life. To my daughter, and this is, this is a deep one because I spend every day with her. She is my life at this point. Um, as unemployment has been the biggest blessing of my life, I'm getting laid off. It wasn't a choice. It was a... I can say it was a choice because I could have found another job. I definitely had a job call this morning offering me a PDI position with a little bullshit maintenance position, trying to offer me 21 an hour. Fucking minimum wage is at 15 already. I'm not just out of high school. This is bullshit. The inflation of California, it's all, it's so sad. For anybody who knows the economics in California, it's a disaster. Housing prices are skyrocketing. They're trying to charge, you know, up that minimum wage and it just leads to inflation all around the board because now businesses have to charge more for the employees and we're just going to end up losing our jobs and having robots flipping patties but back to my daughter um you are my disneyland you are my escape you are my 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 escape man You're, you're my everything um i never forget you know the pain of not having my son and i know he he deserves his dad more than i deserve my son so that pain is felt for him. But when I look at my daughter, it's it's not that I forget it, but it, it refocuses me. Instead of being focused on the missing piece, I get to enjoy the rest of the puzzle, I guess would be the way to say it. And uh, she's magical. Everything about her is um, it's priceless. I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a dark corner in my heart, you know, with, with Robbie gone. But ever since the first time I laid eyes on her, it was just like I felt, like I was at Disneyland, you know, and I, I went to Disneyland recently with her and just watched her glow as she walked in and just watched the, the magicalness. And that's definitely where I'm at when I wake up. Um, I've been laying in bed till 11 AM. Um, I'm, I'm on 6 AM or 5 AM. I'm up working out, but just enjoying these mornings with her and watching the expression she gets when she wakes up in the morning and she sees that I'm there and seeing how happy she gets that I'm actually with her. And then we begin our adventure together, our adventure of the day. It's uh, it's not going to last forever. I know that she's four now, and she's growing every day. She's getting so smart, her vocabulary, and I'm just taking full advantage of it. Um, I missed this time with my son, and that was my, my fault, you know, and I won't miss it with my daughter. So I know me and her mom aren't. We don't get along the best, and I'm sure that she'll end up going her own way just because I don't blame anybody. I'm, I'm a very isolated person. I don't rely on people. Um, I shouldn't have to, especially emotionally. I'm not very connected in that sense. I'm very uh, detached. Y'all can leave me the fuck alone. I wouldn't mind, you know, my isolation. But at that same time, I love, I enjoy having a partner. I'll be there if anybody needs me. But it, it it's kind of an equal thing. I'm there for everybody. My neighbor can come over. I'll do the same thing for my neighbors that I will for my significant other. Like I'm, I love everybody. Everybody's on the same pedestal. I don't give a damn what color you are. I don't give a damn what you can be the bum. You can be the richest guy. You can have a big ass house. You can have no house. Like I, I love everybody. I'll do anything for anybody. So if I have to choose between this person or that person, it's like who needs help the most. It's not who are you to me. It's who, who, who needs the help the most. And that's, I know it's a value thing. It goes back. Um, I don't have a very, I'm not very connected with my family. Um, I'm doing better at trying to, you know, speak with my dad. And like I went to Golden Corral with him and my daughter a couple of days ago and we just spoke and he was like, you're all I got in California still. And I'm like, you're all I got in California, you know, and my mom's gone. All my sisters, everybody's gone like family wise. But you know, I, I try, 
but I've also been very disconnected. I understood that I was going to be a disappointment to my father since I was about 12 years old. You know, at that point, I knew he was just never, he was a very hardworking guy. You know, he started his first job when he was 15 or so, or so, and he worked there until he owned the place. And then from there, um, the business went out. He didn't keep up with the, you know, the technology came in, knocked out the manual speedometers, and he ended up jumping into armored car um, driver, and he's retired now. So he's been a very hard worker, basically two jobs his entire life. Uh, I, I go through two jobs in two years. You know, I'm always bouncing. I love to learn. As soon as I feel like I'm no longer contributing, I'm gone. I'm not. I'm not there every day just to be there and soak it up. But that's to each their own. I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong. But um, whatever my daughter decides to do, I'm so so excited, and that's why I'm actually working to start my powder coating business. I'm trying to start something so that I can actually offer you know to give you a life if you decide not to go whichever route life goes. And I really hope that you as well um, play along with the game and go to college. And I hope that, you know, I hope that you get the best out of life. I hope you, that you find a awesome partner. If you decide to find a partner and I hope that you explore the world, I hope that you get outside of America, which I've never done and don't stay, don't, don't stay comfortable. Um, a lot of people get comfortable and I see people just sit for years and years and years. Enjoy this sense of adventure that you have. Enjoy it. Keep that spark. Keep that light. Um, you are the light to a lot of us. And uh, I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful. Um, let's see. Man. It's, it's, I hope everybody, you know, this is this just bringing my heart back to Gaza and just all these wars and stuff. And here in America, we're very, very uh, blessed with not having war on our soil. And not having war at our doorsteps, even though it's pounded into our media and pounded into our face all the time, but more in the glorious sense of America instead of the realities of warfare. Um, but like I said, I've been in I've been in these streets. I understand how dirty we we, we can talk all day. Um, taking lives is taking lives. We can talk about war. Um, drugs, man. Just America, um, especially where I live. We just gave a hundred billion dollars or something to israel and ukraine and man you drive down baseline it's bad man it's really bad and uh i just hope as my children man i hope y'all stay away from drugs just because of where it can bring you but whatever road you go down i will never be ashamed of either of you especially even to my daughter man um but either of you, I, i'll never be ashamed man. i never did drugs personally sold a lot of them sold a lot of drugs but i watched my family was very involved in drugs from my mother to my sisters you know i watched almost every drug from pcp methamphetamine cocaine it was it was it was all there cigarettes i mean coffee i mean we could, we could go down all the drugs legal illegal but prescription pills my mom got stuck on prescription pills after a back surgery i remember thinking she'd never walk again and uh it's forgiveness it's don't hold grudges. You know, any grudge that you hold is just really against you. Um, forgiveness is going to be the key. You don't got to forget. Learn from what people did, but hating them forever is not the solution. If you dog, you know, me, I'm, I'm not one for enemies. I'd rather eliminate my enemies and move forward. Live with the demons or the skeletons in my closet. There's enough of them already. Just hang another one. But 
however you guys go about handling situations. Um, it doesn't have to be physical altercations, but if it is going to be a, y'all need to train. That's all I can tell you. Train, train, train. Um, I did a lot of MMA. I think it taught me a lot of discipline. It taught me how to defend myself. It taught me a lot of confidence. I won't always be there for my daughter. I fear for you. I really do. I'm scared of, uh, when I'm not there, you know, every time, if you get hurt and just the people in this world and just, the mental manipulation, the R. Kelly's, you know what I mean? I'm not like, I've, I'll, I'll be the first one to go on a podcast and say that R. Kelly should not be doing life in prison for what he did. I don't feel that's right. There's a lot of people that have murdered children and stuff that are doing 17 years and getting out. So we could go up, we can go back and forth on that one. Um, but man, 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 you got a world ahead of you. It's going to be very technology driven. And I hope that you enjoy every second of it you know enjoy the smile that you have today i try my best to keep it on your face um and you deserve to keep it on your face so as soon as things make you unhappy you know just uh change change it change it change it be happy life is too damn short oh man i had a whole little i have a list of things to you know that i wrote down but i'm just being honest i'm not even gonna go through and just literally read any of this i'm just kind of glancing over it taking a glance and just looking at what it is but man it's tough man it's tough for for any of you that do have children i hope you you probably understand just in the purpose you know it's it's nice to have a purpose before i had a son i didn't know what i was in this for i planned to be dead by 25 otherwise i would have continued on in school but i knew i was either going to hit a bank that paid me or i was or going to hit a lick uh, whether it was a drug dealer hit something that was going to pay me substantially or i was going out in a blaze of gunfire however um that cop did get me as i was just walking you know 50 dollars worth of crack across the street to the wild wild west casino and the cop did end up getting me and uh it all went bad from there i didn't have a gun on me i didn't have nothing on me i didn't have that um uh, it was, it was, you know, canine. I wasn't going to outrun them. It was, it was that, that wasn't going to happen. So, oh, man. Together, all I can say, tell my children is y'all complete my heart, man. Um, the two of you just complete everything about my life. I can go on with everything else as long as I know you two are good, you know, and, I, and that's uh, as long as I know. That even if their moms are taking care of them, I'll go help the next kid. Like, I'll go help somebody else. I don't have to be involved knowing if they, if their lives are better without me, I don't mind being out of them. Um, with that being said, I enjoy every day that I'm in them. Very thankful. Very thankful, man. Oh, man. You know, um, my son, the last time I talked to him, he definitely, um, we're going to say disobeyed. He was supposed to be coming back. Um flying down here he texts me like hey you know i think i'm not i, I think i'm gonna stay up here in washington for the the summer and i was like nah man like i already got your ticket like get on that airplane i'll see you they didn't come down his mom was unsupportive um but i, I do want you to know that that plane ticket had zero value to me man that plane ticket literally had zero value to me um at the time it had a huge value to the family um in the sense that my daughter's mom she was supposed to be on her way out moving out she's taking that money with her and moving her way but instead i had to ask you know just for help just help me get my son down here and she went out of her way and helped us get the, you know help me get a ticket so i can get my son down here and get cracking on that and uh at that point you know shit 
fell apart. That was my daughter's birthday that my son was supposed to be flying back on. And, well, originally it was two weeks before, but they missed the flight, him and his mom, so they rescheduled. Then they were supposed to fly back, and I'm like, that's your daughter's birthday. You know, that's your sister's birthday, but, you know, we'll reschedule, cancel her birthday party and everything so we can pick you up from LAX, which is far as hell, and do all that. But uh, that morning of, uh, they went ahead and canceled, but it was it was it was it was really tough and the, the toughest part was i think that that may be our final family moment that was possible um i don't know if i'll see my son again um in what sense you know and if my daughter would be around i don't know if her mom moves out and they're going their own route when my son does come around it won't be the same it won't be a family like it was and uh it it just sucks man cuz I, I i hope we do but at the same time i did value every day that we had it and it was awesome. So, um, I mean, it's, it's, a uh, all I can say, man, is your mom's text me asking for help. And there's only so much help I can provide from this point. Um, I was hoping to have, you know, some good heart hearts with you. And just as a man, I wanted to talk to you in particular, and that may never happen. You know, it may not, like I said, tomorrow's not promised. I don't know what you got going on. I don't know what I got going on. I may die. You may die. You know what I mean? If, and I watch a lot of, you know, stuff. I know a lot about childhood traumas and where that can lead. And, uh, I don't know if you ever will kill anybody or do anything crazy like that, but either way, you know, I'll forgive you. I won't judge you on that one just cause I've been down those roads. I know the demons and, uh, it's not, it's not, it doesn't solve nothing, man. It don't solve nothing. That's what I can tell you. Um, Talk to me, dude. That's all I can say. I'm always here if you ever need me. There's a lot of people there. If I'm not here, you know, reach out, talk to somebody. There's always another way. That's all I can tell you. There's always another option. There's always an option B. There's never down to one. It's just a mindset. The only way you're stuck to one decision is, is a, it's a mindset. And that that we can change. You know, there's always another option. That's one thing that I could tell you, dude. Um. I wish I could help more people. Honestly, I wish that I could. I would never make it rich. I could never be like that just because I already know I'd, I'd be helping everybody. I'd be giving giving shit out, man. That's what I do. That's what I do in my poker tournament, man. I love everybody. And uh, that may not be the way to be in the sense of success, but I've been viewed as a failure for my whole life. So people laugh at you, let them laugh, man. Um, people boo you, let them boo you. The truth of the matter is most people will never step in the Coliseum. Everybody will be a spectator sitting in the crowd. But when it comes to being a warrior, man, both of you got that warrior spirit. You got a drive that most people don't. Most people will crumble. Um, You're built. You're built like trucks. And I think most people are. And most people are baby to the point where they never reach their full potential. Um, I was definitely sheltered there for a little bit. I had the golden spoon in my mouth for the first couple years of my life. I would say that, you know, I had the American dream. I had my mom. I had my dad. I had my dad owned a business. So uh, we had motorcycles everywhere. We didn't get every toy. You know, when we went to the supermarket, we didn't always get toys and stuff. But we had plenty of values. So on the weekends, we were always at the dirt bike races. And just it was it was life, man. That was our life. And it was amazing. It was a life that I have not been able to provide to my kids, and I feel bad for. Um, I, I really feel bad for. I was trying to get my son to go to the RC track every weekend, but it wasn't clicking for him. It wasn't his thing. I didn't push it on him. Maybe I should have, but it's life, man. When, I, when 
your days are so limited. I just want my kids to have fun, man. I, I do, but I want them to learn. I, I need them to learn the values of life and those types of things. So there is time for being a parent, but there's also times like my daughter, I really try not to yell at her. I'd have to get really, really mad. Her mom likes to yell at her and ah, da, da, da. I'm like, no, like I don't yell at my best friends. You know, these are my best friends. Um, we're trying to learn something. I like to talk to people. Hey, let's, let's get through this. Um, I've, like I said, I have a lot of martial arts and a lot of physical, you know, if I need to get angry like that, I could go sit, hit a set of push-ups. I get over that shit. But at the same time, I typically hit a workout every morning. So I don't have those types of frustrations. That shit's already gone. I don't even get on that level. And then when I do, that's a switch. I don't like to hit, but when I, when I do hit it, it's on another level. I love to flip out. Um, but I flip out to the fullest, like, you know what I mean? Like everybody can die. I, I'm not worried about it, but I have the, be- one of the better controls. People can be yelling at me in my face. They, I don't have no issue. Now I do have a personal boundary. You're going to, you're going to stay, you're not going to be within punching range of me if you're yelling at me. Cause that's, that's different. Now you jeopardize, you can sock me and get a quick little hit off that can change the rest of my life. Give me some brain damage type thing. So I, I will defend myself at all costs. But if you want to yell at me from a situation, talk shit on Twitter, whatever. I, I can take all that. Y'all can, I mean, view it as a failure by the people that I valued the most. So when it comes to others, it's like, it's, I hope y'all view me as a failure. You know what I mean? If y'all view me as a success, I don't know what you're really looking at. Cause I haven't very give, given you very much successful stuff to look at unless it's being a dad. If you view that, um, that's my values, man. My values are just in the kids and just all kids, man. Kids of God's are the kids of, of my community. Um, all the kids, man, just kids in general, the people that can't, fend for themselves that that includes the disabled you know i lived with a lot of handicapped people throughout my life and got to be grateful for your ability to wiggle your toes and just uh gratitude it all it all comes back to gratitude we can sit there and be selfish and want more and if you want more thrive for for more go earn more but don't sit back and expect more that's for damn sure so i guess all uh, all i really wanted to do is just apologize for not being a better father um and just let you know that you both make me more happy and more proud than anything in this world. And nothing in this world can change that. And that includes your decisions. You know, you're already here. Um, decisions are point A, point B. We can get through it. And uh, I'm here for either of you if you ever need it. And you both know that. And I don't mean that in the physical realm. I may not always be here. We all die. Um, I don't know, if, you know, spiritually we can get into if that's even real or not. But. I'm here, man. I'm here. My voice is here. My message is here. And just know my message is I love you. I'm proud of you. And um, enjoy every moment. Enjoy every moment. And success, you define what success is. And for me, maybe you want to adopt the same motto. Success is my happiness and uh, your happiness. And my happiness depends on your happiness. But success is happiness. So find what makes you happy. Do it. If you can do it for a living, that's awesome. If you need to get a job and, you know, grind out, sacrifice eight hours to get your financials that way and then go home and do what makes you happy, whether that's raising a family, whether that's going out and partying, whether that's building something like I do. I mean, whatever it is, man, I'm I'm not ashamed. I understand. And uh, I'm very proud of both of you. Um, My son, man, he's going forward, man. Super excited, man. I hope you start, you know, Get on that workout. You've seen it. I've I've given you all the examples, man, when it comes to those workouts. So get on those workouts, man. Get your your swole on. But uh, if you need anything, man, I'm always here. I love you. And my daughter, you you know how wonderful you are. And 
stay awesome. Um, for each and every one of you, if you don't have a child, I, I maybe you have a pet. Maybe you understand it in that sense. It's not the same. A pet will never be like a child, but it's it's a it's a huge responsibility. It's a huge blessing. It's um it's greatness, man. I can't I can't describe being a parent if you aren't a parent. It's not being a pet owner. That shit's sick. Nothing in comparison. But um man, man, man. Value. The kids that should be what's important. Not these dollars in the bank account. We shouldn't be making money in all these damn wars and killing kids at the cost of protecting other kids. It's bullshit, man. I love, appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you all, um, the best in life, man. And if, if there's any way I can help any of you, you know, reach out. You're always more than welcome. I, I love speaking with, you know, just people about ways that we can even help the community, help maybe society, maybe help in a way. Listen to a lot of Elon Musk podcast um, with him and Joe Rogan. I think it came out yesterday and just how he got Twitter because he felt that it was necessary for humanity. And those types of things are beautiful to me, man. Elon Musk, you're somebody that I inspire to be. So I truly appreciate people like you, Joe Rogan, those types of people, Lex Friedman, even them, you know, um, and my kids, man, y'all are literally my role models. Y'all, y'all inspire me each and every day. So, this this whole episode goes to you kids, man. I love and appreciate all of you, man. And if I can help you in any way, reach out while you can. I won't be here forever, but as long as I'm here, you got anything I got. The shirt off my back, you can have my draws too. I won't recommend it, but hey, love y'all, appreciate y'all, and I'm out. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast with your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one...